Hey guys, welcome to Ron's Reactions, episode 28, the 2023 outlook of the AFC South. Uh, we are brought to you by Fantasy Football Infinity, brought to you by Dynasty Theory, who's proud partners of Dynasty Daddy. Holler's here, McSpanky's here. How's it going, guys? Good, man. Uh, just getting ready for football to start back up here. I think training yeah. camp starts in like two weeks. I think the first batch of rookies report. So mm-hmm. really looking forward to that. Holler, how you doing, man? Doing well. I think it's the end of, of July. So yeah, a couple of weeks. Can't wait. Um, mm-hmm. I might actually go down and uh, go to Rams. It's at oh. UC Irvine. So it's only like an hour oh, cool. away from me. And the tickets are free. So I was thinking of maybe yeah. going just to get a check, check it out. Heck yeah, dude. Um, yeah. I think, yeah, I think uh, the teams that play in the Hall of Fame game report July 18th and 19th for the rookies. Yeah. So um, that's the Browns and the Jets. So I've been looking forward to that one. Awesome. Uh, just for just for DraftKings, uh, some DFS. Yes, I'm a sir. Degenerate and I like to play preseason DFS. I can't come <laughs> fast enough, to be honest. Uh, yeah, somebody needs to hit somebody immediately. Um, so, <laughs> start me. Up. I guess we'll think of it like that. Yeah, so, with uh, <laughs> with training camp starting here, uh, decided that for starting me up this week, we're going to go over some training camp situations that we want some clarity on. Um, not necessarily training camp battles, but it could be, um, or just whether it's whether it's injury updates or or battles here. Uh, Holler, do you want to start with yours first? Absolutely, yeah. So I picked the Dolphins running backs. Now, I think the biggest loophole in this one will be is if, of course, Dalvin lands in Miami. Uh, now, I know like there's different – I think some people will say that, oh, that's going to hurt A-Chain. But I really think it would just remove uh, Mostert or Jeff Wilson, right? I think one of those guys would, would leave, and then they would split just like Mostert and Wilson are going to do. But I think A-Chain is going to be that – that utility back that, that, that speedster, you know, cause I think mm-hmm. McDaniel loves running backs. They, they use so many in San Francisco. So I think it's going to be kind of like, you know, like it has been, they've never really had the, you know, the main guy there. So I think it will really depend. What I really want to see is how fast a chain can pick up the uh, playbook. I think that will depend on how much they use him. And so I sure. think if they do get Dalvin that I don't think it's going to really hurt a chain as much as some people think that might be just my because a chain is kind of like my rookie so i think that kind of sure. be my 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 hope for him but that's just what i'm feeling no i think i think that's fair and i think they're going to use a chain more as the receiving back anyways yeah. which has never really mm-hmm. been dalvin cook's game so yep. i think i think if cook comes in i think you're right i think you have the nail on the head there it's it's moser and wilson that are probably the odd man out there or I one of them or... i think mostert is the odd man out yeah I think wilson I would agree. is too valuable as they're between the tackles guy yeah i think right now i mean it, it'll be good to see what they do but i think if i remember uh, last year uh, wilson is like their rb1 and then yeah, or but... you could call him rb1a and then, go do the dirty work yes and then mostert was rb1b right so they're gonna just go mostert would be you know the guy out and then cook would come on in 
And I think a chain is going to be that um, the receiving back. Mm-hmm. For sure. I like that there. What do you think the likelihood of Dalvin cook signing in Miami is if you had to put like a percentage on it? Yeah. I was thinking about that. I would say like maybe 70% right now. Really? Okay. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think if he was going to do it, I think he did have done it to be honest. Yeah. Like, what's holding him back? Like, I think he wants I more think, money. Yeah. That's what I was going to say is more money and I, I, there's no rush for them for sure. So True. maybe it probably is less than 70%, but I just feel like that's the one guy, one place. And then uh, New England's the other one, right? I've heard about, I don't think, I don't know if that's really going to happen or not, but that's the only other link I've heard. I hope he goes to New England. I think it'd be pretty funny. I, I agree. He does. Yeah. I, I can't imagine they would. It just seems very out of character for the, Patriots yeah. and, and Belichick in general just to spend money on a receiver on a, on a running back. Usually, they just draft some random dude in the third, fourth round, and then just replace sure. whoever else was there and just yeah. keep yeah. rotating them. Wes, that's yeah. a good one as well. I kind of that was my other one in my head is uh, the the Chiefs wide receivers. That's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that as well. Yeah, I, uh, with the with the Chiefs wide receiver room, I'm kind of thinking that I originally I was kind of on the Rasheed Rice thing, but I, I, Sky Moore's been getting some hype lately, and I, Yes. Part of me, part of me thinks that it's just going to be a rotation of guys, and there's not going to oh, be. Yeah. A group, yeah. a group. I don't think anybody's a stud there. Since yeah. Hill, it has not been. It's all just been a, a mush. You yeah. know, it just I, depends on the week. Yeah, I you're going to want very much by design. For yeah. sure, you're going to want Kelsey, and then I'm sure receivers are going to have good games here and there. But it's going to be like good luck picking which one. The current one, week. yeah, yeah, yes, indeedy. What you what do you well, got going on here, McSpanky? Yeah, so mine was less of a like a position camp battle and more just I want to get health status updates on specifically like big name running backs so like Javante Williams and Brees Hall are the two I put down here. Um, we've gotten a lot of of like kind of fluff pieces during the offseason of you know coaches saying oh they look good or I think they're going to be ready to go, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know if they're going to be ready or not so and this is this is one where i've actually been kind of preparing just looking at my roster so when training camp opens and we're going to see if chapante williams and Brees hall if they are ready to go day one or if they're going to open up camp on the pup and if they do if we get that alert saying like oh chapante williams is opening up camp on the pup list what i want to do is i want to be ready that for my rebuilding teams see if I can if I can pluck them away from someone who might have them at their maybe maybe panic selling because they're like oh man I thought this guy was gonna be ready now he's not ready so what I've been doing um, is going to Dynasty Daddy who's one of our one of our partners and just looking through the league power rankings and figuring out okay these are all the teams that I have that are classified as rebuilding um, let's just get ready and then let's see who who has Javante Williams and Brees Hall in those mm-hmm. leagues and just just wait for when that news drops so you're ready to go. Speaking of I like partners, that. real quick, real quick, let me get in here, Holler. Speaking of partners, um, we you know we talked about we were partnered with Dynasty Daddy McSpanky. You're in Utah. How many partners do you have? Just, just, <laughs> so, just the one for me. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> had to get that. You're in welcome. Way. I really did. I had to get in here. I was <laughs> super important stuff, guys. <laughs> <Yeah>. Was it? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> But uh, oh, but yeah, okay. I mean, Sorry. do you guys think Javante Williams and Brees Hall are gonna be ready to go? Like, what's your what's your gut feeling on them? I think Javante will be. I don't think Brees will be. Interesting. Okay, I, I was gonna go the other way. Oh, uh, like 
I do end up. I I, I honestly think both of them will probably start on the pup, uh, sure. and we'll, we'll we'll probably take some time to come back. But I've been hearing more about Brees than I have Javante, and maybe I've had. I think I have more Brees. That could. That's probably why. Um, but I think you know. Uh, I think Brees will be the one that's that. If there is one that starts, I think it will be Brees. Okay. I think Javante got hurt earlier in the season, right? And I think uh, Brees got hurt. Yeah, I think they were like pretty close for but... like or something like that for Javante. But I, I think Javante's was a more of like a clear. Did you take the whole thing more, off? I think so. Take yeah, the whole, took the whole knee mm. off. Huh? <laughs> just chop the whole thing. No, just just take the whole <laughs> thing off. Amputate it. Be gone, knee. Um, you know, I I don't know. I think uh, I, I still want Javante. I think that uh, he, you know, he's going to be in a Sean Payton offense that's just going to look to feature a, a back, and the only thing there is Samaj P. Ryan. And if he's any modicum of healthy, he's got to be slightly better than Samaj P. Ryan, as much as we love Samaj P. Ryan. That's- oh yeah, agreed. That's the thing with Javante is like it feels like it's it's strange because him and Brees Hall both had the same injury, but Hall's value didn't really drop, but Javante's right. has a ton. Yeah, like he's he's running, but I just looked it up. He's running back sixteen on fantasy. He hasn't done right anything now. wrong. And it, it, he hasn't, other than <laughs> he hasn't really been on the field a ton. But he was a stud on the field, though. Like he showed it up when he was on the field, he was good. So, yeah. I, and that's what you look for, you know. And that's. In this most recent startup that we all joined up in, that's what I was looking at when I was debating him. And then I took him. I actually did. Because I got him at 6'3", 6'03". Yeah, he's that's, he's really good value right now. Yep. That's what I was going to say. Is like that's the that, I agree with you guys. That's the biggest difference is Brees has not lost any value. And so I think if you're going out to get one of them, even if both go on the pup, you're going to easily get Javante at a way cheaper price. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think... He's the the better guy to go out and get. If you have Brees, I'm I that you gotta have to hold him, I think, because if he's gonna go on the pup, then people aren't gonna want to get him for cheaper value and he, you haven't gotten him any cheaper value as it is. So I, I think you just gotta hold him. What do you think you could get Javante for right about now? Just if you had to throw out an offer. Late one. Late one. Can yeah. one do it right now? Maybe. I wonder I if you could go like uh, Miles Sanders and a two. I, Miles Sanders yeah. has a lot of hype right now. Yeah, that's true. I think that would work. Yeah. Uh, depending on where your where your two is as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. early that's two probably fair. you need or mid definitely you mid need to a early. competitor for that one too. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. sure. I All think right, Ron, Ron, what was the one you wanted to have? Oh, yeah, uh, so I, I want to talk about the indie wide receivers. Um, you know I. I know there's not been a lot made about uh, Anthony Richardson's passing prowess, but he is going to throw the ball to somebody at some point. Um, we so think. I'm kind of just right. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I so, sure hope uh, so. Goodness. I, I'm hoping that, uh, you know, just, I just want to see who it is. Is it going to be Pittman? Is it going to be Downs? Who is it going to be some other rando that, you know, he's working, working with right now off to the side. I don't know. I, I think it'll be Pittman. Um, uh, yeah. I think he's the best receiver in that, in that room, but I don't think, I mean, we'll, we'll get to the Colts here in a little bit, but I don't know if there's a receiver I necessarily want in that offense, just because I don't think the passing volume is going to be very high. Um, I and, very much avoid Michael Pittman. Though. 
Thomas, but I don't yeah, I I have not. Well, like Michael Pittman feels like the new DJ Moore, where it's like people love him, right? But then yeah. it's like, oh, if only he had a quarterback. But it's right. like one of those things where it's like, okay, well, maybe they're just not going to get one. And this is, right. this is who he is. So yeah, um, I I'm with you guys. I think Pittman is the their one, and I don't really think that's going to change. Uh, but I do think it will. Ch- what will change is like who. Richardson's guy is right. We need to, that's going to be interesting to see who he starts to develop with. And I think it, I, I personally think it's going to be downs as that second guy. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know Alex Pierce is good and, and whatnot, but is I good? think that's the guy. Yeah. I, well, I don't know about good is the right word, but he's I, good I at think, running straight lines. Yeah. I tell right. you that. He's I mean, got that trick. So I, I think it's going to be downs as that second guy. I think it's going to take time, but, I'm with you guys. I don't, I don't, I don't really, there's not anybody on that passing game that I'm like, Ooh, let me get him. I have gotten Pittman in some, you know, good couple trades. That was pretty good. I think I traded away. Uh, who was it? Uh, Jahan Dotson and another little piece. And I got Pittman. Uh, I think that's kind of like a toss up there. That team is like mid. So I was, I was trying to, you know, I don't know. Uh, but I, I think, I think Pittman's got another year on his on his deal, so I think the second think so. year with Pittman is going to be be pretty good. He'll be back. Oh, I agree with Wes. Pierce is not a, the security blanket guy, and that's what I wanted to bring up about Josh Downs and his size skill set. Short area quickness security blanket to me, and that's kind of why I agree with Holler. And I, Pittman is the better receiver of the two. Yeah. But Pittman's going to take all the coverage. He's going to see the best corner um, until somebody proves them wrong and beats them, you know, other than Michael Pittman. I don't think there's going to be much to fear other than him. So, yeah. Well, and I think, too, it, it really just depends. And that was what I'm interested to see is in training camp. Like, how do they tailor this offense? Because they, mm-hmm. they, they brought in a good coach who's been working with Jalen Hurts, right, with Shane Steichen. Yeah. Um, they're going to tailor this offense to Anthony Richardson, what he can do. So whether it's yes, he, whether yes. he feels comfortable just like throwing up go balls to Alec Pierce, or if he's who just wants to just chuck 50, 50 balls to Michael Pittman, or if he just feels better, like with slot, like kind of quick, like slants and stuff to Josh Downs. That's what I want to see. Right. Is, is yep, yep. where, how, how are they building this offense around him? I know there's going to be a fair amount of him running and yeah, you know Taylor running, but coming. But yeah, but how do they how do they build the offense for those for those throws? What is Anthony Richardson's best throw? And I think they're going to tailor the offense to try to oh, do that. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. I don't want to get into too much because we'll we'll hit Indianapolis coming up. Right. Uh, but I was looking at uh, JB's projections, and honestly, he has doubled the targets, almost doubled the targets for Alec Pierce than he does for Josh Downs. Well, thirty more, but so almost double, which I think makes sense if you're thinking about it, but. I think we'll there'll be a little bit more information coming out after we see in training training camp. So I think that's why that's that's a good one, Ron. Mm-hmm. Thank you. For sure. Should we hit up the 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 division here? We're going over the AFC South. No Rawr. news, huh? Boring, Rawr. boring week. Oh, dude, it's been boring yeah. as hell, and everybody's chippy as hell in the freaking Discord. Yeah, there's there's, there's no <laughs> somebody news. Somebody hit somebody. <laughs> Everyone's yeah, everyone's on vacation, just just chilling out. So let's look up the Jaguars. Um, this is the division winner last year. I would 
kind of expect them to probably win the division again. I think they have the, I mean, they definitely have the best quarterback in the division. Um, and I think they have probably the best offense, but I wanted to start with the running backs. Yeah. So, uh, I, I did a little bit of research on Doug Peterson um, because I was, I was kind of just curious. So he was the offensive coordinator for Kansas city uh, from 2013 to 2015. And then he was the head coach for the Eagles 2016 and 2020. Um, during those offenses, he's typically deployed like a two-back system. Generally, the, the lead back gets around like 46% of the carries, and then the secondary back gets about like 23 to 24% with like some ex- extra guys mixed in there. The The thing that's interesting, though, is that like the Jaguars don't really have anyone besides ETN and Bigsby, so I think those two guys are going to split the whole pie basically i know they have what is jermichael hasty and i think there's the the running back they took last year uh snoop connor but i was gonna say i was like he had a funny name when i was trying to remember <laughs> what it was um yeah so i i don't think those guys are gonna get much work like hardly at all um i have i have, right now have etn projected at 48 percent of the of the carries with tank coming in at 41 percent um I almost picked this as my training camp battle to watch just because I'm curious to see how they use these two backs. I know they're probably going to be on the field like both quite a bit, but who's getting, you know, the third down work, who's getting the goal line work. Um, and, and, and that's what I really want to see. Right. And, and I, I think this might be similar to Seattle where Kenneth oh, yeah. Walker and Travis Etienne are the guys that are going to be like the home run hitters, but then like tank, it's probably going to be that uh, on third downs and probably the short yards back. Ron, you, you started kind of so, there. He's you, so excited. I know I'm just so just tank. Just, I've been, I've been banging the table for tank since the pre-draft process. When everybody said that tank ain't going in the second tank went, he got the draft capital, but not in the second. He got whatever. I'm talking about second round of rookie drafts. I know I messed up there, but <laughs> <laughs> He got the draft capital that we that I needed, you know what I mean? And that was that was super exciting. He got an awesome landing spot because like you said, Travis Etienne is gonna be the lightning to his freaking thunder because that's all he does is just grind out dirty yards for everybody. He's gonna yep. be on the goal line. He's gonna Jamal Williams in it in a very exciting offense. Watch. I yeah, I don't know if he's going to get the that amount of touchdowns. So I have uh, the touchdown split. But, I have yeah. for them is I have Etn at, at eight and Bigsby at five. So I have them kind of splitting there. I just with a lot of Etn getting kind of long, longer running touchdowns, and then mm-hmm. it, it's probably going to take a little bit. I think for Tank to get ramped up into the offense. So I think early on Etn's probably going to take the the majority sure. of the workload. But towards the end of the season, I bet it'll be a little bit closer to fifty fifty. Yep. So I. T Law's sneaky legs too. T Law is yeah. sneaky athletic too, for he, sure. He so can feel some goal line work, that's for sure. I'm with you with you guys as well. I think it's gonna be like a you know 60 55 45. You know, and I yeah. think Tank, you know, once he gets into it, I think he's gonna be the third down guy and the, the red zone guy. Uh I was looking at JB's projections. He's got six rushing touchdowns for ETN and four for Tank. And two okay. receiving touchdowns for ETN and one for Tank. So I, I think, okay. so you know, I, same as mine then. yeah, I, I think ETN 
could get a, maybe one or two more receiving touchdowns, and then Tank could get maybe one or two more rushing touchdowns because I do think he's going to take over as that third down back and that running or uh, that red zone, excuse me, red zone back. Uh, so I do think Tank is more of that home run, excuse me, the ETN is more of the home run hitter, and Tank is more of that big, big back. So, and I think, you know, with, with ETN, he already had an injury. They want to, you know, keep his longevity. So I think mm. they're going to try to, you know, because last year he was used so much. Oh, so yeah. So I think, yeah, I think that's why they went out and got Tank. They needed a good a good running back, a big running back. Uh, neither of those guys, Jermichael Hasty or Snoop Connor, are, are going to do it. So I think that, you know, that he's going to be a really good compliment to ETN. I agree for sure. For Tank. I think I think Tank's going to have a good season. Do you guys know what number Tank's wearing? Do you guys know what number? Uh, I think four. Oh, sweet. Is that, is that a good one? <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one, man. That's a good pick. Good pick, Tank. I like that. I feel like I could have said any number there. You like, oh, that, was a good, that was a good one. No, 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 no. No, no. I, there's a few numbers out of it. Like, I don't know about that one, Tank. That's goofy looking. Like 39. Don't do that. Speaking of some goofy numbers, Calvin Ridley is going to wear number zero. Numbers, yeah. For the, oh my for the Jaguars this year. A little goofy. Um, and what do you what are you guys thinking on this wide receiver split? Christian Kirk had a really good year last year, and they bring in Calvin Ridley. He's coming in uh, a year removed from the suspension, right? So he hasn't played since October twenty fourth of last mm. of twenty twenty one. So it's been it's been a long time, almost two years yep. by the time he rolls onto the field in September. Uh, what are we expecting between these guys? So if we expect Trevor Lawrence to be the elite Trevor Lawrence that he is, even if Calvin Ridley is half of what Calvin Ridley used to be, I think he's going to be pretty darn good on the season. I agree. I think with Kirk, it's going to be a lot of the same as last year, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think – I think the one that's going to take a big hit is Zay Jones. Sure. Right? I, mm -hmm. I think, you know, I uh, I think it's going to be somewhere in that 100 to 110 targets for – uh, for Calvin Ridley and somewhere between 120 and 130 for Christian Kirk. And so Zay Jones will kind of get, get the rest. I mean, I know there's, I think what Jamal Agnew there. So I think, you know, he, yeah. uh, he's nothing. So he's a gadget I, guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, hey, the swag new is more than just a gadget. Okay. So Zay Jones <laughs> will take the biggest hit. And I think it might take some time with Ridley, but I do think, you know, he's going to be maybe – if I put a percentage on him, I think he'll be like around 75% of what he was before, right? And that's still going to be good. I still think that's going to be pretty solid. I don't like where Ridley's going in any startups. I've been staying no. away from him. And yeah, he's – Yeah. And I traded away a bunch of them because, you know, he was super high. I think I might have gotten a, a late one for him even. Really? Before the – if I remember correctly, cool. yeah. So, I mean, I got some good value for Ridley. So, and then, uh, like Wes, I was just going to hit that. Wes said Kirk is a really good value right now, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and going behind Ridley. And I think Kirk is going to do better than Ridley. Insane. In, right? I noticed, like, in I, basketball drafts, insane. basketball drafts in particular, Calvin Ridley is going to, like, the third round on underdog right now. Whereas, like, Christian Kirk, you can get in, like, the fifth round. Which I couldn't. Like, I'm a crazy person, and I'm like, dude, no way. <laughs> I think yeah. people are just – really hyping up calvin ridley and i like i get it like i i love calvin ridley too but so i mm -hmm. i was doing a little bit of like research on him today earlier today and um 
in 2020, that was his like breakout year. He was averaging nine and a half targets a game, 91 yards per game. And he was scoring a touchdown in like 60% of his games. Right. So like mm-hmm. over half of his games, he was getting in the end zone, which is crazy. And then 2021, this is the last time we saw him play. We played five games that year. His targets went up, right? He got, he was going, getting like over 10 targets a game, but then his yards came crashing down 56 yards per game and then a touchdown only like 40% of his, of his games. So the thing that changed, right, was Julio left. Um, 2021 was the first year that it was, it was Calvin by himself, right? And Julio yep. was off in Tennessee. Um, also, Matt Ryan was kind of on his downward trajectory and Ron, I know that's going to hurt. So just it's never, a down, there was never a downward um, trajectory for Matt. It's I, fine. The other thing too, is this is like reading yep. <laughs> Calvin Ridley's um, like his like little like letter he wrote to like the players tribune or whatever. They also, listen, that, they also totally changed that offense too. They, they did. But I, I think the, the bigger problem is that he was benefiting from, julio drawing a bunch of coverage probably i mean that's and so the the thing i'm curious about is like who are defenses going to roll their best coverage to are they going to roll it to the calvin ridley or they're going to go for for christian kirk this is the trevor lawrence argument if he is what we think he is then it doesn't matter yeah it that's why i think that's how you see wide receiver 17 and wide receiver 22 up there because he gives the guy the ball that's open and it doesn't matter in his eyes i have them about equal so my projections i know how are you were talking about Kind of a target range, so I have Kirk down for 128 targets and Ridley down for 132, so just about wow. like even. Um, yeah. and and I feel like they're gonna be they kind of remind me of like, do you remember back uh when the Raiders had Michael Crabtree and Amari Cooper and they yeah, just yeah. Were both, car was legit just, uh, easy? Uh, I mean, they 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 both would have good weeks, right? And then, yeah. Sometimes it would be a Crabtree week. Sometimes it would be a Cooper week. I think we're going to yep. see that a little bit where sometimes you're going to have a Christian Kirk week and other weeks it's going to be a Calvin Ridley show. So, um, But, yeah, I do agree. I think Zay Jones takes the biggest hit here. Um, mm-hmm. Evan Ingram, I think, is still going to get good work assuming he signs his franchise tag and shows up. I was just going to ask, has he signed? He has not signed he yet. He has not signed, yeah. I think Man he- couldn't catch a cold for three years, and then he decides he's going to hold out for all the money in the world. What he just Dumb. funny. Uh, but – yeah. I was going to say a little bit. I think Ingram does take a not a big hit, but he does take a bit of a hit. I don't think he'll be like what he was last year. Uh, but I, I think, you know, the biggest upside with him is he's a, a red zone guy, right? So Ooh. he's going to get, you know, body. In, anywhere yeah. from, you know, four to six touchdowns. And, you know, his yards will probably come down a little bit. I don't know offhand what he had last year, but, you know, I think he's going to get anywhere between get 890. Yeah, that's gonna that's gonna come down because I think it's gonna be closer to like five fifty to six fifty. You know, I know that's kind of a big range, but you know, I think that's around where he would where he's gonna go down. And that was a lot, but I think it's because he was kind of like that second receiver. Zay Jones isn't really a a number two guy, right? So I think that's why that's why Zay Jones is gonna take the biggest hit because he's gonna go all the way down to like option number I don't even know six five. You know, because you got. ETN, you got Ridley, yeah, you got uh, Christian Kirk, Ingram, and then Zay Jones. Uh, So I think Ingram's numbers will come down a little bit, but there still will be solid numbers for that tight end. For sure. And like, uh, 
yeah enough he's yeah i think we've he, ron you love those like random like bottom of the roster <laughs> he used dudes, to play like... he used to play for detroit he's a part return uh, he's he dude okay. he's electric there he really is. is when he gets the ball in his hands there he it really is, is. I, um, I was just gonna follow up on the evan ingram so from some numbers uh last year he had 114 targets 890 yards and five touchdowns uh, going back to his time in New York, he was kind of in between 60 to 100 targets, generally more like in the 60s, which I think is probably going to regress back that way yeah. closer than like the, the plus 100 targets. And then his yardage was generally around like four, five, six hundred yards. So um, I have him down for 93 targets and 687. Oh, yards, interesting. The targets. So JB has him at 73. I have a lot of targets just because. I want to say 82. I think they're gonna let Trevor right Lawrence just just start just hucking yeah. the ball over the field, and so I think there's gonna be a ton uh, of targets to go around. And happens when he I, drops it, and he can throw. But it I think, and, and he can throw it to uh, my uh, argument, Kirk. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna say my argument's gonna be that there's three other guys he can throw to before Ingram, right? And so Ingram's gonna be more in the red zone. I still think he's gonna get his targets right, but I think if if in my head, it's going to go 1A, Kirk, 1B, Ridley, depending on the week, ETN, and then Ingram, right? Yeah. So I, I just have a hard time thinking he gets that many targets. I, I, I disagree a little bit. I think Ingram's going to be the, the third target on offense yeah, just because I think, I think Kirk and Ridley are going to draw a lot of the coverage outside, which should open up to Ingram, who's basically a slot receiver. Um, okay. And then, and then I think I think Etienne and Bigsby they'll get kind of the check down work, but I don't think they're gonna get like the like the third target in the offense. I could be wrong, but no. I think yeah, that that's just kind of how I see it. But I guess we'll get to see, right? And I think that's yeah. the exciting part. Is I think this offense is gonna be good though, and there's gonna be plenty of fantasy value to go around here. Oh yeah, I still think Should we tighten in, down. I was gonna just finish up, but I still think oh, Ingram's God. a top top twelve tight end for sure. Yeah, okay. I have him at eleven, so. Right, right there on the on the fringe. I get, I think he gets a case of the drop sees again. I mean, fair. Hey, sometimes this he, ter- he terrifies me. I like having him, but yeah, it's, yeah, he's he's nerve wracking for me. But anyway, let's tighten down. Yeah. So from a good offense <laughs> to to this, Uh-oh. um, I gonna listen, get the Derek Henry is a perfectly fine engine for an offense. He is so and he is the only part of the offense. I let's talk about Derrick Henry, right? I have him pretty low. So you if you've looked at my projections, I have him down at running back twenty-two. And I, I think, think people hurt? will see that and think that's bad. No, I don't have him being hurt. I just think he's been getting like three hundred plus carries or like high two hundred plus carries every year. They drafted Tajay Spears this year. I think they're going to use him more. I think he's the best backup running back behind Henry they've had like since he's been there. And I yep. think they're going to they're going to use him more and more and and without like a crazy high volume for Derrick Henry, his he's not like the most efficient runner. He just gets no. a ton of carries. Yeah. And yep. I think if those numbers start to come down, he'll still put up good like yardage and touchdown mm-hmm. numbers, but it's not going to be like the like the Yeti, you know, like the 1600 yards and like 12 touchdowns. Right. It's going to be just more like for November. Here's, here's 1100 yards and, and eight touchdowns, which is great, but it's like a running back too, as opposed to like, this dude's going to win you your week and he is yeah. getting older. So I, yeah. I mean, at some point father time's going to catch up to him. 
I hear I all that. I think this is the year. Uh, I will not bet against Derrick Henry. I'll never say that about Derrick Henry until I physically see it happen. I did it with Peyton Manning forever. I won't do it. Did it with Tom Brady forever. I won't do it. I won't do it anymore. That's. I mean, that's fair. I was curious to see, like, was there any, like, sign of man? decline in his game? And honestly, not really. Like, I thought he looked like he's still ready to truck everybody and their brother. So his his career yards per attempt is like four point eight, and last year was four point four. The year before that was four point two. Like, it's not like he's like yeah, he's not declining bad or like he's lost a step even. It's just uh-uh. I feel like at some point, I mean, he's he's coming up on his age twenty nine season here. Um, they draft they spent good draft capital on a running back and on a team that. They had a lot of holes elsewhere, right? So they and they spent sure. a third round pick on Taj, Tajay Spears. I think they're going to use him more, and I think his Henry's volume is going to come down. When that volume comes down, you're just you're not getting the, those volume stats that you were accustomed to getting. And I think he's mm-hmm. going to disappoint you if you're counting on him to be like your your anchor running back. And I, I think what actually is going to hurt him more is Tajay Spears than himself getting older, right? I, I think they're going to, sure. like you've said, they're going to they're going to use him. They they spent capital on they're going to use him and if you know what everyone said about him he, he they they need to use him the first couple of years before he Tajay Spears runs out then yeah they're gonna are really gonna use him I think because they they want to get their value and they and they kind of spent some of that good capital and I think they're going to use both of them because Tannehill is not this great thrower well, getting older, and so I think they're going to use use those guys and, and run the ball a lot. Well, McSpanky doesn't think Tannehill's playing for very long at all based off his projections. What's that, like well, six snaps for Ryan Tannehill? So <laughs> so these these projections are points per game, not like total points. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Um, so I do <laughs> I do have him playing. So here's how I did it. Um, okay. I don't think Tannehill's going to start and finish the year. I think he starts the year. Uh, but I do think Will, Will Levis takes over at some point. The way I had them splitting was they have a week seven bye week, and I had Levis playing after the bye because I don't think the Titans are going to be very good. And so why why continue to roll Tannehill out there if Fair. you're just you have a bad offense? You spent what was it like the first or second pick in the in the second round on Will Levis, so basically yep. a first round pick. I know he wasn't technically, but it was really close. Uh, you're going to want to see what you got with a guy. Um, and if you're not in a position where you're going to make the playoffs and I don't know, man, like, do, do you think that, you do you think that changes if they get Hopkins? So that's the thing. I don't, well, that would just keep them winning and just keep Tannehill. I would just help. That's what I mean. If, like, I, feel, if they yeah. do get Hopkins, then yeah, I bet Tannehill plays more of the year because yeah. they're probably going to be in contention. Yeah. Um, if they don't think- get, Hopkins, man, I don't know. Like, but it's they hard. also have it's hard because well, they have the Derrick Henry too, and they have two older vets that are like win now pieces, but not like a yeah. win now roster. So they're in this like weird limbo spot where like I just I don't know. It's the way what they play though, do. dude. Vrabel is gonna yeah. get them so fired up, dude, and they're That's just what gonna I was go thinking. out there. And their defense is always legit because they just all have motors, man. And their defense is going to keep them in a bunch of games, so I think we see more Tannehill than we might actually think we're going to see. That's fair. Yeah, I, I think I, I was kind of going back. I'm going to do this on every team this tonight. So I, I was looking at JB's projections, and he's got Tannehill playing 14 games, right? So I think it's going to. Okay. He just thinks in, with those projections, he just thinks the wheel like they're going to be around for a little bit longer, 
right? And, and I've heard just small rumblings of I haven't, I haven't heard more. It was I think around the draft of like maybe trading uh, Derrick Henry, but I don't I don't see that happening. Like I think Variable wants to win, and so I think he's gonna get like. Ron said, get that team fired up. And I think they're, it's going to take time before they actually are out of contention. And when they are, I believe that's when they will bench Tannehill and, and see what they have in Levis. You're right. It might be like weeks like 16, 17, 18, where they've been yeah. eliminated, where you get to see yeah. Levis finally. But I do think um, it's going to be like really hard. To, man, they ain't giving it up. That's for sure. Yeah. It's going to be really hard to project that out. Right. And so it's like Tannehill is not somebody that I'm like, Ooh, I feel good about having him as my quarterback three, right? I I don't feel I would not feel good about that. I mean, if he you know yeah. if he does play longer in that, then sure he's gonna be. I think he'll be okay for your your bye weeks. But I just feel like at any week they could switch to to let us. Well, you guys want to get jiggy with it? What do you guys think about? This always, team? I always love getting jiggy with it. Let's go, um, dude. I. Uh, I've gone back and forth on Shiggy. Like, I feel like I've I've seen the comps where it's like, oh, is this Alberto all over again? And I don't, I don't think so. Only because if you look at this offense outside of Traylon Burks, now it's assuming they don't get Hopkins right. But outside of Traylon Burks, where else are the targets going here? Yep, it's it's got to be Shiggy, right? And Phillips. yeah, I mean Kyle Phillips is fine. <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> Yeah, like Westbrooker Kenny is good. I think I said his last name close to right, at least. Um, But going back to Chiggy, so his last seven weeks of the season last year, so he was a rookie. It was his first year. It takes a little bit of time to get it going. He he started ramping up kind of his production, and he was getting three catches a game for 40 yards, which isn't a ton, but in two PPR tight in premium, like that's 10 points a game. And that was without like touchdowns. So yeah. if he starts racking in a few touchdowns, all of a sudden he he's pretty easily a, a tight end one. Um, and, and like three of those games were Malik Willis and Joshua Dobbs who, you know, threw like 15 passes in those games. So yeah, yeah those are, I think those are he's, he has the, there's a clear path for him to get some volume and to be a good, to kind of take that step forward as like a year two breakout. Yep. Similar to Traylon Burks, I think. I where do you guys where are you guys at with Traylon right now? Because he's pretty divisive in the community right now. Yeah. So I real quick on Chiggy before we move over to Traylon. I just I I'm kind of the same way. Like I'm back and forth. Like just depends. Like everyone's all over the place, and both Traylon Burks and Chiggy people all over the place, right? And so I think it, it's. The main, the big reasons for both of those two is there's nobody else there, and so, uh, and and they're gonna have a little bit better quarterback, right, than what they had that in the last seven weeks. And if, if Chicky can do that with Malik Willis and uh, Joshua Dobbs, then he can definitely do it with Tannehill and Will Levis if Will Levis comes in, right? And so I, I think I think Chicky's gonna be a solid option, uh, but I do think Traylon Brooks, I'm. I wouldn't say I'm all in, but I do think he's going to take a good step forward, right? I think uh, you have him at 32. I would say he kind of – I think he'll break the top 30. Yeah, so I gave him, I thought, pretty like high numbers. So I gave him like a 21% market share of the receiving targets, over 1,000 yards. The problem is I only have him down for like five touchdowns because I don't think 
yeah. there's going to be a ton of touchdowns to go around. So yep. I think his ceiling's a little bit capped, um, but I think he's going to get a bunch of like the targets and he's going to get a lot of like yards. Um, it's just the, the touchdowns are where you go from, you know, wide receiver 30 to like wide receiver like 14. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. Well, that's why I'm, I'm just jumping him up a little bit to the top 30 because sure. maybe, maybe the last, maybe they, the Titans suck in the last six games that uh, Will Levis plays and they have a great rapport, you know, and then sure. they start to th- throw the ball a bit more. Uh, but I think with the Titans, it's hard because the, when with Derrick Henry still going to be there, he's going to be the guy that gets the touchdowns, right? They're going to, they're, they're going to rely on him. They're going to like almost every down in the red zone, he's going to get the ball and he's going to take it into the end zone. So it's going to be tough for Traylon Burks unless he can, you know, take it to the house. For sure. Yeah. And I think a lot of their games are generally like fairly close and yeah. not necessarily like, you know, like shootout games either. So they kind of play like that Patriot style of, of ball, right. Where they're like, it's always a one position game. It's fairly grind low scoring, just grind it out. Yeah. So there's mm-hmm. the, the receivers kind of suffer in those offenses a little bit, but yeah, I like Traylon Burks' talent. All the reports have been awesome on him this off season that he's like, he showed up. He got a better inhaler. Good shape. Yeah, yeah he like got rid of that asthma, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that. Good for him. Yeah, I'm nervous about Shaggy. Um, I was just watching some Shaggy plays because, um, why not? Uh, why not? Just yeah. I said cause, just because. Why not? Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know why. It. I know. I don't know why it couldn't be him, but the prices and like what you guys said, the Albert O conundrum. You know, but he actually showed Chiggy has more on the field than what Albert O showed. Am yeah. I correct? Oh yeah, sure. okay, that's what I thought. The the oh. problem with with Chiggy too is like he's valued at like tight end thirteen right now on fantasy cast. So you're 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 I basically that. you're paying for like his ceiling essentially. Yeah, I don't I don't think he can go too much higher than that. So this is mostly my problem with Chiggy. There's not a lot of like wiggle room there. You're like you're not gonna like buy him and then his value is going to skyrocket it's kind of already yeah. like peak value in my opinion mm-hmm. he's definitely not a guy I'd, I'd have people go out and try to buy because he's at his at his peak and you're gonna have to pay a premium for him people love sure. him too like you can't get him yeah off of their roster yeah. and it's like okay well i guess enjoy him so yeah i should go see how much i have well uh, that's what i was gonna say is yeah maybe maybe try to move off of him if you know i I might look and see that because if people got to just, I think with him though, you got to find the right person, unfortunately. Yeah, you probably do. You guys want to saddle up? Let's go. <laughs> Richardson, baby. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm pretty excited to see Anthony Richardson, that man freak just out there running around and just sprinting down the field. He looks, he's going to look like Derrick Henry playing quarterback. <laughs> he, I mean, he's built like a linebacker, dude. I like, know. Yeah. I'm, I feel like so I I put this in the notes here, but Anthony Richardson's probably the only rookie quarterback I'm comfortable with if I have a contending roster and I'm reliant on I think the rest of the rookies. I just, and I know there's issues with him throwing the ball because he's he had like the worst adjusted QB like QB uh, completion percentage. Oh yeah, like since ever. like since like 2015 or something ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, it doesn't matter, I don't think, because they're gonna let him just like run loose, and I think he's he's nice. gonna put up like super good running numbers, and the, it's almost like whatever he does through the air is just like a nice 
bonus. It's like, yeah. oh, cool. You threw for like 175 yards and a touchdown. That's cool. I also love your your 100-yard rushing and like a rushing yep. touchdown that you gave me. Go look at Justin Fields' stats lines for his games. I think Justin Fields is a better thrower. But Probably. yeah, yes, I, I get where you're coming from, though. Yeah. I think you. I think Ron, you were just kind of saying, look at like the stat lines of yeah, how, like the the one twenty five yeah. and the one twenty five, yeah. one twenty five passing, one twenty five rushing, and you got a touchdown, a passing touchdown, yeah. and a rushing touchdown, and that's yeah. your day. Yeah, that I think it'll be very interesting to see, like in some of the preseason games, how the throwing goes. Like I, I, that'll be really fun for for me to for me to watch because I have well, not a good amount, but at all, that's what I do. Just don't, don't, don't do it show. At all. Just that's just don't show. Don't show. Don't show week, anybody. Well, week he'll probably. Yeah. That's what I was gonna say. Just he'll slide up just thirty passes. <laughs> Jeez, he'll probably play in like maybe one or two. I don't know. We'll see. But maybe he like I don't, I don't know. Obviously, don't know. But don't he know maybe will only play in one or two in the preseason. Preseason, yeah. Uh, but I'll, or we'll just look at you know see how it's going in in camp. You know. Do you guys think Richardson plays week one? I know there's been a lot of talk of maybe like because they have Gardner Minshew there. Yeah, they do have well. Gardner Minshew. Um, do you, Man, I don't, he has that energy. He does, and I don't. I don't know if there's like a benefit to sitting Anthony Richardson. I feel like yeah, he's his best like experience and learning is going to be getting him on the field yep. as opposed to like sitting behind Minshew and just watching someone else play. It's um, not like Minshew's someone that you want to like. No, you're like, ooh, I want to be like him. You're you know, not wearing but, the game because Minshew is yeah. in there. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, so I, I personally think they're gonna go all in and have them start uh, game one. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't yeah. be super. Su- like, I would not be surprised if Minshew plays like the first two games. But new new head coach, I, I say, why not? I mean, they take him fourth overall too, so yeah. it's not like. I mean, what do you? It's not like you have like a good like a. Right. contending team necessarily right so and just let the let the kid learn and play the state I of think. this division too is, is really like they could sneak a few you know we just talked about the titans and how bad you thought they were going to be we know the texans are probably still going to be bad and the jaguars yeah like they could win yeah. the division they really could they it's could. possible it's possible i think uh jacksonville would have to kind of they're gonna have to stumble, but it's yeah. I'm just saying it's not an undoable feat for them to win. Yeah. Like I wouldn't be like, oh my god, I yeah. can't believe Agreed. Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, let that slip. You know, they're still a young team as well. In in the, where they have Doug Peterson though, which is nice for them. Uh, JT Johnson is he said? back? Man, I don't know. I haven't done a running back yeah. ten on the season. Um, he he just had ankle surgery in February. And now he has Anthony Richardson to compete with for carries before he's been like the only guy. So he's got a ton of volume. Uh, the O-line was supposed to be really good. And then last year it was bad. I, there's a lot going on there. That's not necessarily in his favor. And he's still valued as like a top, like two or three running back in dynasty rankings. Yeah. And I just, I don't think those day, I think those days might be behind, not to, not to say he's bad, but I don't. I think his days as like a top five running back, or like get, like putting up like the running back one seasons are are behind him. I think you can probably expect him to be kind of a lower end running back one, probably for the next like two to three years, which is which is awesome. But I don't, I don't know if I want to pay the price that you have to pay to acquire him right now. I won't pay the price 
to acquire him and I won't get rid of him for cheap either because that dude yep. will house it from the he'll house a 99 yard sure. touchdown run like that and that's the thing it's um with Anthony Richardson you know running this whole RPO Shane Steichen deal like that just opens lanes up for him to be yeah. honest and that just makes things easier for him and we're talking about Anthony Richardson's lack of passing prowess does he look to hand that off a little bit more when he runs RPOs I don't know I, I think it's crazy to me as well because I'm I'm with you, but it's only his fourth year, and we're we're worried about you know him kind of declining I'm a bit, not, which I I think it's a little crazy. I no but I, I'm 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 with you a little bit, uh, Jay. Like I think it's totally possible that he kind of reverts to like eight to twelve, right? I I think his, I think he's his better days of a running back. Well, I, I I need to see it a little bit because like when when he was playing last year, I just felt like it, it wasn't wasn't the same, and I, it's probably because of that O line. The O line was bad. Like he, he, There's a lot of bad things that happened and, in Indianapolis yeah, last the, year. Yeah. The whole season was pretty much bad from you know the jump. I the, yeah, for Indianapolis agreed. last year. The other thing that went wrong though too is like so he went from his rookie year he had 12 rushing touchdowns. He had 18 rushing touchdowns. He only had four last year. Now, granted, yep. I know he didn't play the entire season, but he still played a good chunk of it. Um, he just, the, I think the offensive line, just the offense in general, was just bad. And so yeah. the the touchdowns weren't there, and his efficiency went down too. He went from five and a half yards per attempt down to four and a half. Yep. So, like it, I think a lot of that can be pinned on the O line and and probably just bad coaching. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's possible that this could actually like he's good with competent coaching. They could bounce back and, and get some, he could yeah, agree back to where he was. But for me, it's tough because he's, he hasn't like, he's in the same spot as he was like cost wise. And mm, it's, right. he's not somebody I want to go out and acquire until I can mm. see it. Right. And so like in like redraft, he's somebody that I don't know if I'll go ahead and get him. I think Where's there's he going my, in redraft. I, I haven't done any. So unfortunately, so when, and best ball drafts, he's typically like running back like three, running back four off yeah. the board. He's kind of going behind guys like uh, CMC, Eckler, Bijan. Yeah, so four. Yeah. Behind Bijan already? Yeah, dude, Bijan's. Yep. <laughs> he's like number two, three. Bijan goes he's like serious. running back two or three, and like generally like in the middle of the first round. It's a little crazy, yeah. actually. It is crazy. He's going to get 900 carries in that offense because he is the offense. They're going to run the wildcat by midseason because Desmond Ritter can't handle it. Just kidding. I don't know that that's going to happen, but wouldn't it be sweet? That would be. It would be pretty sweet. All right. Uh, I don't know if the Texans have any Texas sayings. They they probably do. The stars at night are big and bright, deep in the heart. Yeehaw! See? There we go. I think – okay, so here's the thing with the Texans, right? They, I think everyone has, everyone thinks that they're bad um, because they have been bad for a long time, but I don't think they think they're going to be bad because right. they, yep. they traded their 24 first, right? right when they moved so up bad. from 12 to three. Well, are they though? I, I think they might be sneaky competitive. In the AFC? In that division, yes. Yeah, that I think that division there, is a toss there, up. We just talked about this division. They get they get six division. games against. I mean, the Jaguars, whatever. But then like Tennessee and Indianapolis. Yeah, they're not taking down Tennessee. They might. They're they, not doing that. Well, and they're bringing in a. Let's they play, brought in a defensive. They brought in a good coach. Yeah, they brought in 
the San Francisco offensive system with their offensive sure. coordinator. Mm-hmm. They have, I think this is the best coaching staff they've had in a long oh, time. Yeah. Their offensive coordinator has never held the position. He did just came from what pro football references website. No, is he was, he was, he was the passing game coordinator for. Oh, he's a passing game coordinator. Okay. Yeah. So he was under Shanahan. So like, I think, I okay. think that side of the ball is fine. I think the defense is going to take a step forward. They got, you know, Will yeah. Anderson there. They have some talent. Yeah. They've been slowly stocking up like draft picks. Um, they got like the Derek Singley Jr., like the, the cornerback from yep. from LSU mm-hmm. last year. Like they, yep. they've been stacking some talent. The real thing here for me is can any of these wide receivers step up and support this offense? Because I think CJ Stroud, I think, can be good, but he needs some talent and some help yeah. around him. I think Damian Pierce and Devin Singletary are going to be like really good running the ball. It's just, is this passing game going to be yeah. good enough to, to help this offense along? And, and honestly, I don't know who, like I, I would love to see Mechie. It's, it's going to be interesting to see in camp. I mean, this might be another good solid, like wide receiver core to see mm-hmm. in camp. Right. I mean, I know, I know Spanky, you're not a big Collins guy, but I, I think because he's not good. He's uh, a bomb. Thank you, McSpanky. Finally. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've, I've heard some blurbs about Nico Collins getting, getting a good rapport with CJ Stroud, but I, I, it's hard to see. It, I, I, I'll be honest. It's not, I, I don't feel comfortable being like, oh, it's going to be Nico Collins. So I think, you know, honestly, if, if there's one guy that I had to pick, it would be Mechie, right? Or honestly, it might be Tank Dell because be- they went out and got him, right? I've been sneaking some Tank Dell when I can grab some Tank Dell just because of that reason right there. Stroud liked him and he wanted him yeah. around. So, yeah, 100%. What the hell on him? Um, I don't care for any of these wide receivers, um, to be honest with you. Um, and also, I think this offense pretty much plays between the 20s for most of the year. So all sure. the touchdown totals are going to be low, and the yardage is probably going to look okay. Yeah, it's fair. Um, I think Dalton Schultz is probably the the receiving option you want there. I think Absolutely. he's probably the most established the volume, guy. Yeah. He's going to be like the safety net there. I think he's he's playing the kind of that George Kittle role in that offense. Um, I think in terms of like the running backs, I think so. Damian Pierce, I I do like Damian Pierce, but I think his touchdowns are, are limited as you kind of alluded to there, Ron, but Devin yep. Singletary, um, he's dirt cheap right now, man. Like I can't do it again. I and, can't well, it. I'm buying it, dude. He's, he's, I bought in in us. Buffalo. I know. And he was fine. He just, I know, but they wouldn't give him the ball. But, so one thing I would argue is like, think about they're bringing in that San Francisco offense. So think about uh-huh. how many, like they, they, use a good amount of running backs there's a reason so I, they I, weren't giving him the ball i, I so, think it's a little bit of their this the scheme up there in buffalo and they had better yeah, runners right this, and so and i think they're going to use multiple running backs here sure I'm not saying he's that good but i think mm-hmm. he'll be used i think i think houston's offensive line is better suited for for run blocking better than buffalo's so the buffalo has a really good like pass blocking o-line i think Fair. but Fair. And it's just like the scheme in general. I and Devin Singletary, like, he's not going to cost you anything. I was looking at some yeah. of his trades, like does. trades earlier. Like I think you can get him for like any third round pick, basically. That's so cheap. <laughs> like, and yeah, he has a, he has the potential. And let's say Damian Pierce something happens to him, Devin Singletary all of a sudden was like yeah, lead he's... back in a 
decent enough offense. Like, I don't know. I think yeah, he's, he's when people just on. say, "Hey, it's still Devin Singletary," and I don't care. You know well, I mean? yeah, but we, he's we he's see those good. handcuffs happen. Oh, I, like I get what you're saying. I completely understand. But I'm just saying, you know, we see we don't see the value spikes for some of these guys because right. we've seen it happen for them before, and people are just like, "Nah, dude, we've already done this with Devin. I'm not doing it again." Yeah, right. And I do think, but I I do think they're going to use those running backs, especially with having that rookie quarterback, lack of wide receivers. Uh, I just think, you know, it's like with Singletary's value right now, I think he is just like like Spanky said, a sneaky buy. Plus, I, I think Singletary is going to get a lot of the, the passing work because Damian Pierce isn't really a yeah. pass catcher. And I think Singletary is sure. going to get a lot of the third down stuff. So, yeah. Um, and they need CJ Stroud needs somebody to just dump it off. I don't yeah, know if that's for sure. Like, I honestly don't know if that's what he did. Off like Stroud. Uh, no, I don't have state. I don't, I don't think he did really. He, he did it, but that's, I think that was more a product of the offense. And when you yeah. have guys like when you're throwing to like Olave and you know, yeah. Wilson and JSA, it's really like, you don't need, you don't, you don't really don't need, need to dump it off. Uh, Everybody's like streaking down the fear. So it's really open there. It will yeah. be inter- interesting to see if he does any of that. And if he does, then I think Singletary is, it could be, you know, uh, a solid flex in guy. Like when you need, I, need somebody for sure. I would say like my, my thought is any contending roster, go to dynasty daddy, look at your leagues. If you have a contending roster, start throwing out offers for Singletary for like a third round pick and see where that gets you. Um, it might not get the job done, but it'll probably get you a counter where you could add a small piece to it. And yeah. next thing you know, you have some nice running back depth there. Yeah. Yes, I like that. Indeedy. And then on the flip side, get, get rid of them. If you, are rebuilding yeah if you're a rebuild you probably don't need singletary um yeah although he is still young enough that it's not it's not terrible yeah but then i'm i'm kind of with ron there's like i don't i I think he's just gonna be a meh all the time so he he just but he could be good yeah i'll wait to see it exactly well should we wrap around up and get on out of here let's do it we will thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, comment down below, like and subscribe. Uh, yes, thanks for showing up, guys. And uh, we'll see you on the next one. Peace out. Peace. Peace.